We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I would not be surprised at all if you told me the Kansas City Chiefs beat the 49ers again in the Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, I think that's pretty much the chalk that a lot of people are looking at. Like, the, the most probable outcome of this Super Bowl is... It's not the Eagles reaching it, even though they got home field. It's the Niners losing to Kansas City. It might very well be. You know, I mean, and, and that's the thing that the 49ers have to figure out is how to get their defense so that they don't give up 21 and a quarter or 44 in a game. You know, the, the Jimmy Garoppolo dynamic is largely a matter of how far does this team get in the postseason? Because I'm, I'm, I've come around to thinking that they're not going to make a cho- change unless they have to. And if they're winning, barring injury, they don't have to. Because Kyle Shanahan, for as much of a riverboat gambler as he is as a general manager, he basically plays for pars during games. He doesn't try to you know, hit a ball out of the woods onto the green. You know, he, he will lay up with the best of them. And that's really, that, that's the conundrum that is Kyle Shanahan. He will gamble like crazy when he's not dressed, you know, with a headset. When he has a headset, he plays it pretty much according to Hoyle. And that's the, that's the reason why their offense works the way it does, is he's made sure that he doesn't have a quarterback who has to do risky things to save their, save their bacon. And the reason why they don't have to is because he went out and gambled a bunch of draft choices to get Christian McCaffrey, and he's built a consistently great defense. Not just one, but several. And this defense has been spectacular. You know, pretty much all year long, specifically through this 10-game winning streak. And look, you know, I, what, what, <laughs> what does this show offer, Ray? I, uh, I think I think every I'll answer that because I know you're going to have a negative statement. But uh, the show no, does have you. something. This show does have something to offer, and I, I think it's why the station right now has its best lineup in the history of the station going on right now because these shows are complementary. Some shows absolutely overreact in moments to what they see, as is you know prerogative of fans from here, and and that's fine. I think you and I, what we offer as a show is to not overreact when the show calls for some overreaction. And having said all that, early on in this season, there might have been, looking back on it now with clear 2020 hindsight, some overreaction to the coach that Kyle Shanahan is, was, early on in the year. How he's 
hamstrung by such the playing for par style that he's afraid to grab a club and grip it and rip it when that golf analogy calls for that. You know, I mean, I remember making that criticism, but I don't think we were doing breathless criticism overreacting. It's kind of, you know, what we've been seeing throughout the years, week after week, month after month, season after season. You know, does Kyle have any other gear other than this when it comes to play calling? And the truth is, the design of this team keeps him in his conservative nature. But the right quarterback can just unlock opportunities, even with conservative numbers, to put up gaudier point totals. And that is what Brock Purdy and company have truly done. You know, Sunday, Purdy competed... He completed 15 of 20 attempts for 178 yards, three touchdowns, and a 141.2 passer rating. Again, none of these numbers, the passer rating's obviously good. Three touchdowns, very good. But 15 of 20, as good as it is, 178. These are not gaudy numbers. These are not, I won for sure that week in fantasy type of numbers. But this guy finished this season with six wins being attributed to his presence in this 10-game winning streak that ended the year. And Purdy finishes the year as a 67% passer with 1,374 yards, 13 passing touchdowns against four interceptions. I mean, two of them officially not on him, but on bounced balls and a rushing touchdown. San Francisco scored 33 or more points in five out of the six games that Brock Purdy's playing in. Again, you look at any one game that Purdy played. There's a reason to maybe dismiss him. But you start stringing these things together, you got to admit, the job's getting done. I want to go back to 2019, Kyle Shanahan. So they lose the Super Bowl, right? What do you think of Kyle? Well, he's not good enough to win it all. Not good enough to win it all. Maybe. Maybe that'll bear itself to be true again, right? But here's the deal, and I saw this from Akash Enavaranthian on Twitter this past weekend. Sometimes Kyle and how good he is, it's been hard to see in real time. Everyone can admit that, right? I'm sure Kyle would even admit that. It's hard to see in real time how good this guy has been. But hindsight, it's 2020. The most wins in the NFL for any team since 2019, since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl... It's the Chiefs with 52 wins, followed by the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers, two phenomenally quarterback teams. They've got 47 wins. The Baltimore Ravens, you know, forever a solid defense, and Lamar is a beast. 43 wins. The 49ers are 42. 42 Since 2019, one, two, three, four teams have more regular season NFL wins than the 49ers. That's a real good neighborhood to be living in, folks. A real good neighborhood. And they live in that neighborhood because of Kyle and what he has lacked at times in in in-game coaching. He is made up for it at times with the decisions he's made as this team's GM. And his GM shortcomings are obviously worked around by the style of offense that he has now finally got the perfect players to go out and run the way that he see fits. 
I mean, they, they just went undefeated in divisional play. They face another division opponent on Saturday. By the way, Ray, if you want to ask what would have been the largest bet lost of my entire football gambling year if I was a gambler, I would have been willing to bet the mortgage payment and both kids' future college tuitions on the fact that the 49ers weren't going to get that first game on a Saturday, the Houston Texans Memorial kickoff time slot. But they're up first. They're going to be, I would have thought for sure, at the very, very least, if you're going to have them playing on that Saturday, you're going to start with the game on the East Coast and the Jaguars hosting the Chargers. And then as the day goes along, you get to the West Coast and then you kick that game off. No, the Niners are going to be the first playoff game in the books this weekend. I would have lost my shirt on that one. I figured that they were tailor-made for primetime success. Yeah, I'm not sure what the decision was there, but if you think about it, What's the most appealing match of the first weekend? It's it's probably just in terms of hardest to handicap. Chargers Jaguars could get very interesting, right? Very very interesting. Uh, As could Giants and Vikings to be totally honest with you. Well, I mean the one the the you know the the, the marquee one is obviously Cowboys Bucks, which is why it got Monday night, although they could have put it on Sunday night just as well. Uh the Bengals you know, went to the Super Bowl last year and have a very dynamic team, so they get the Sunday night. But which Ravens team shows up? The same one that you've seen for weeks on end. They well, score nine points and right. get it, boat race. If Lamar does show up and play, though, how much does it change things? They get thirteen points. They don't score. They don't. I mean, it just it's, and it's not conservatism. It's who are you giving the ball to? Kenyon Drake? Who are you throwing it to? Mark Andrews? They don't have they don't have playmakers. They have. They have an injured Lamar Jackson. And without him, I mean, you saw what they did Sunday. You saw what they did the week before that. They win rock fights. Yeah. That's how they win. Yeah. This is what makes and it's the rock Niners. fights where you're not even hitting the other guy. You're just getting closest to the target because that's how bad they are. This is what really makes the Niners something that, again, in moments you couldn't see it. But looking back on the whole thing, they're very game dynamic. I mean, you know, can they win a shootout? We've seen that. Can they win a rock fight? Can they win a slow-paced game? Can they win a fast-paced game? they got different styles of fights in them right now. So you're right. Even though Kyle does like playing for par, if he does need to go out and get the big Bertha grip it and rip it, it feels like they at least have that lever to pull should they want to. Should they have to, I guess is Since, more of the right way to say it, because they don't want to. No, but more to the point. Not, I'm sorry, I keep doing that, and that's a bad habit. I have to break it. Another point. Since they got, since they got uh, Christian McCaffrey, they've scored 30 or more points seven in ten games, seven times in ten games. They generate plenty of offense. They just don't have to grip it and rip it. They make offense, and you know, I mean, if you're basically going to average four touchdowns a game, especially in January, you're going to be fine. And that's, I mean, that, that's the dichotomy here. In 19, when they were supposed to be, you know, not a very dynamic offense, they scored the 40th highest number of points in the history of the league. His style generates offense. It's just not going to awe you. It's not going to look like Kansas City's. It's not going to look like Buffalo's. It's not even going to look like Minnesota's. Right. I mean, a couple of years ago, we used to say, man, you know, the, the Niners move the ball pretty easily in between the 20s. It's what happens when they get into the red zone. Well, they're having a lot of red zone success now. 
And you can thank Christian McCaffrey for that. And man, you can thank George Kittle for that. He has just come alive. Again, Brock Purdy has turned George Kittle into Travis Kelsey. Or George Kittle is turning Brock Purdy into Patrick Mahomes. Like, which way do you want to, to say it? it, it it's, it's amazing the kismet that those two guys got together early on in their careers and how Kittle is just, I mean, he's been seen better than by Brock than anyone's been able to find him on the field. Jimmy included, everyone included. He's just, he's he's the favorite target of Brock Purdy, without a doubt. And why wouldn't he be? This guy's got seven receiving touchdowns in just a handful of games. I mean, we're, we're talking since Brock Purdy took over. Kittle leads all offensive players in this league right now in receiving touchdowns, receiving yardage, uh, receiving pro football focus grades, uh, and an offensive grade. Kittle scored two touchdowns in three of his last four games. He was held to just one in Week 17. He's got 11 touchdowns on the season. Five of them came against Arizona. Seven in his last four games alone. Brock Purdy and Kittle are just cooking with, with grease right now. This is Daniel in San Jose. Daniel, what do you got? Hey, uh, I just wanted to say that um, I know last year, like I love the way that Brock Purdy's playing right now. Uh, I love his connection with Kittle that you guys were just talking about. And uh, he's playing with so much confidence. But I can't help to think about last year and how we played the Rams on the third time and then playing Seattle three times. This makes it really difficult to play a divisional opponent at any point, whether you're the most dominant team or not. Um, and so just, uh, you know, it's kind of the game I didn't want. I wanted the Packers. I thought they would have did really well. Um, I still expect them to win. I just know it's going to be it's going to be one of those grind hard games. So hoping they get it. Hope Purdy shows you know what he can do in those games. But uh, it's going to be a really big moment for us. Thank you, Daniel. Look, you have the right to be apprehensive about that. Uh, honestly, you know, I, I I mean, how do you want it? Do you want the rivalry who knows you like the back of his own hand because you're in the same division? You play each other all the time. Or do you want to take your chances with a guy who's going to the Hall of Fame when his career is over and Aaron Rodgers with a pretty good defense all of a sudden backing him up? Packers aren't bad for a team that's not going to the postseason. They're really not. They just had a very weird year. I don't know what the right choice is right there. Kyle Shanahan actually talked about it today in his uh, conference call. And he said, you know, yeah, there's, there's something to the fact that it's hard to beat a time a team three times in one year. Hell, it's hard to beat a time a team. Pardon me, uh, two times in the same season. Three, even harder. But that's not the way that they're looking at it. I don't really look at it as you have to beat someone three times. I just look at it as we we got to beat them on Saturday. Um, that's the game. I don't think the other games have to do with it. It all comes down to this, and uh, that's how it was last year, too. There was no difference to me in that. I mean, teams know each other pretty well. You don't get to surprise teams that much in situations like this, but that's how it's been with us in Seattle for a number of years here. And um, Usually every time we play, it comes down to the wire, usually that last possession, and that's what we're working and ready to fight for. We're about a half an hour away from saying hello to Michael Irvin here this afternoon on 95.7 The Game. The path to Glendale indeed begins with the Seahawks. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.